Hey, this is Ken Kersinger, a.k.a. Jason from Freddy vs. Jason. You're listening to Without Your Head. Station of decapitation without your head. I'm Nasty Neil. I'm Treacherous Trista. And we're joined by Frankie Monet, formerly known as Taya Valkyrie. It's very cool to have you here. No, thank you for having me. I'm excited. So July 2nd, your movie Unchained comes out. Yes, July 2nd. It's available for everybody on Amazon Prime. And I am very excited to hear what everyone thinks about it. It's a very different role for me. And uh, yeah, it's it's exciting for something to come out after waiting this long due to COVID right. for the film to come out. So we've waited. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. so how did you get involved in Unchained? I was approached by the director, Raffaello, about this part that he thought was perfect for me of Regina. Uh, and so I read the script and I, I really liked it. I, you know, was my home base is in Los Angeles. So I was able to do it with my, my crazy schedule. And we, it, the film was filmed in a very short, tight schedule. So we were able to make it work. And uh, I really enjoyed it. It's very different from any character that anybody would have seen me play in my professional wrestling career or anything really for that matter. And as a huge fan of horror film and being in some like an action suspense kind of kind of genre it was really fun for me. And so I'm just looking forward to for to this movie coming out. Yeah. Now, did you know Raffaello before the movie? Uh, I did not, but there was just some connections like uh, through my husband and a few friends of ours, just within the film industry. You know how it is. It's all, it's very small when you think about it. And uh, he had this movie and he just thought I was really great for Regina. And it really, it really worked out. Yeah. Uh, Tristan, you have a question? Yeah. So you obviously have a very successful wrestling career. Um, are you planning on embarking also on an acting career? 
I've always been involved in acting and the arts ever since I was a little kid from, you know, musical theater to ballet to gymnastics and all these kinds of, you know, choir, <laughs> all these things your parents put you in as a kid. So acting is, and the arts have just been a part of my life since I can remember. Um, so it is fun to be able to do these other projects along with being in professional wrestling. And of course I would love to have more opportunities to do this because it's just another outlet for me to express myself. And as an artist, I, you know, as a sports entertainer, I'm also an artist. And uh, this was just another opportunity for me to do that. How does one help the other out? Um, you know, how does the acting side help the wrestling career and vice versa? Well, professional wrestling is, is, you know, sports entertainment. So there's action and there's acting, you know, and so they go hand in hand, to be honest. And uh, we just kind of get used to playing a, a significant one character for long periods of time. Obviously, the character has ups and downs and a story arc and can become bad and can become good and all this stuff. But you become very, you know, used to playing one particular person. Uh, and so having these opportunities to do other to do movies or television shows is just it's really cool because I get to experience being somebody completely different. And Regina is very different from who I play in the WWE on NXT and to Taya Valkyrie in my past. So it was cool to play someone who's just a badass like I, I usually am, but also just stripped down, you know, kind of GI Jane, a powerful, badass woman. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting character because you, you know, I don't want to give away, away anything in the movie, but you know, it's one of the villains, but it's more ambiguous than the other villains, uh, you know, if she's a uh, good, bad, and her morals. Yeah, she has morals. <laughs> <laughs> it's very it was, she was very fun to play and uh the the director Raffaello has just entrusted us so much in you know um coming up with how we think our character would be and you know allowed us to be creative and you know i would look at film different films or different characters from the past and and try to kind of think about how Regina would be or how she would look or how she would stand or, you know, how she would speak to other people. So it was a fun, creative process for sure. Well, it's interesting. Cause I, in my notes, I wrote, you have a lot of uh, the character or you have a lot of, a lot of confidence on screen. Well, that's good. <laughs> well, I assume that's well, I, just love, I mean, I've been, I feel like I feel that's like why I say like professional wrestling and acting do go hand in hand. I mean, I'm, I'm used to being on live television and a lot of things it's one take or else you get nothing, you know? And so this was really cool because I did have, when you're in film and TV, you have so many more opportunities to try different things, saying a line a different way or standing a different way. Um, and so I tried to explore a lot of those options um, creatively. And I'm glad that, you know, the, the people are really enjoying it and I can't wait for the rest of the world to, I personally have not seen oh, the whole film. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's kind of, it's, it's nerve wracking, but also exciting because I'm going to see it with the rest of the world. You know, I'm going to have friends and family over to watch it, kind of do a little screener. Um, and I just invite everybody to let me know on social media at Frankie Monet WWE uh, what you guys think of the film. Now, uh, one of the characters that's not ambiguous, he's a straight up villain. That's uh, Larry Andrews who plays the ward. And uh, what was he like to, uh, to work with? He was fun to work with because he, he was very just in character all the time and just kind of like very aggressive. And you could tell he really knew who, you know, the, he really had who the warden was down. And so it was fun for me to play off of him um, and just to, you know, play, play around with Regina and how she would react to someone like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, the lead uh, mayor Mul Mulroney, uh, did you know her previously? I did not. And I, and she was, 
awesome to work with as well. Such a sweet, sweet girl. And she did a great job. And, and there was lots of women in this movie. It was, you know, woman led basically. And, uh, a lot of these women had never really been around in, in like fight situations. So it was really cool to see them go headfirst into, you know, investing in the, in the performance aspect of the fight scenes as well. Um, especially for me to watch that coming from the background that I have. Um, so it, it's, it was really cool to see. Yeah. Did you help out at all in the fight scenes? I was not involved, unfortunately, in the fight scenes. I wish I could have been the fight coordinator or something. Maybe that's in my future at some yeah. point. But yeah. uh, just its schedule was very tight, so I, I didn't have a chance to to really help out with that. But from everything that I saw, it, it all looks really good. So mm -hmm. yeah, they were they were shot very cool too. A lot very of awesome. Were, yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh, Trust you have another question. What are some of your favorite horror films? Wow. I actually just recently got asked this question too. So when I was a kid, we used to go to the blockbuster. I know I'm dating myself and just go to the horror movie wall and pick out the most campy, ridiculous horror film based solely on the cover of the film. I approve. Uh, <laughs> I just like, we would watch, you know, all the critters, every leprechaun, <laughs> cannibal campel, like the most horrible, gruesomest stuff. So I've always been a fan of like the over the top, bloody, blood and guts stuff over the like, um, you know, more ghosts and spirits style of I'm glad horror. he said that. Usually people say the opposite. They're like, I, I'm into horror, but maybe not the bloody stuff. I like Oh no, the blood more the, the oh, more okay. blood the better. <laughs> I believe I, I have just... a critter on my hat somewhere. I'm not exactly sure what Yes. <laughs> and actually my love of horror films made me and my husband actually write and direct and star in a horror short that actually we are coming out with this summer, fall, hopefully for the horror movie film festivals called the Iron Sheik Massacre. So hopefully my love of blood and guts will translate in that as well. <laughs> Very exciting. I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing that. He's, he's yeah. a former guest on the show as well. Who was? Sorry. Uh, your husband's a former guest on the show. Oh, John. Awesome. Yeah. That's so yeah. great. <laughs> and, and oddly enough, so is the Iron Sheik. Is the Iron Sheik in the movie? He actually he does the voice of the Iron Sheik in it. Yes. Oh, very good. I'm giving too much away, but yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> you can't give away too much of a short. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a short. But um, so you said you're going to do that at festivals. Do you have any previous things at festivals or any background with festivals? I do not. John last summer that, or last year, for example, did Speed of Time, which did very well. It was an action uh, sci-fi short that did very well in um, film festivals all over the country. But this will be my first time and my first time that I'm a writer on a project like this. The first time that I produced it and had literally my hands in every aspect of this movie. And I'm excited for everybody to see it. And uh, fingers crossed that it's finished by then, you know? Yeah. We all know how long these things take and, you know, being on being an independent film, it can take a little bit longer than, than these big budget productions, but I think it'll, the work, it'll be worth the wait. Just like unchained was worth the wait. filmed in 2019 and finally coming out July 2nd. Yeah. So you filmed it before the pandemic, but it just affected the actual release of the movie. Yeah. It, it, we filmed it in the fall of 2019. And I remember like in January, I getting an email, I believe it was being like, Oh, we're in like March, April, probably do a premiere in LA. Da, 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 da. And then, we all know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> right. Coronavirus. So everything was, you know, put on hold, but here we are and it's still, you know, coming out and everyone's going to get to see it. And that's the most important thing. And it kind of, since it was this long, there has been this long period of time between, you know, filming it. And now it almost is more exciting for me because not, you know, I, I get to see it all in its 
after waiting this long, just like everybody else. So, yeah. Uh, Trish, do you have another question? Yeah, um, you seem so indestructible to me. So I'm <laughs> curious, do you have any fears or phobias you feel comfortable sharing? I hate birds. <laughs> yeah, that's come up twice now on this question. Yeah. I do not like birds. And I will tell you a little story. It goes back to when I was a kid and I, we parked under a tree and there were, I think it was like crows or something in this tree. And my mom, my sister and I, my little sister and I got out of the car and the crows started attacking my mom. <laughs> oh, gee. I'm sorry to laugh, but yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous now, but then this, it's not like little cute birds. It's just the big black, like in birds that you see in the movie birds, like the crows and the ravens and all that, you know, it's, it's just, it, I, you know, as like it implanted in my brain as since a 10 year old that I don't like giant birds. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say the movie, the birds must be a horror movie. You're not, you're not uh, into watching. I actually think that I watched that before that experience oh, so- ever happened. I will. I watched a lot of like, my mom was super into like, making us watch classics and things like that. So we had watched the birds probably when we were far too young. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but still. <laughs> yeah. I have Piper around here. So yeah, my I have a Piper VHS here. So I have to ask what, do you have any Brody Piper stories working on world of hurt? Of course I do. It was so fun working with him on world of hurt. My biggest takeaway from working with him was uh, working on my promos. Yeah, he's such a promo guy and him explaining also what it meant to be a true heel. Uh, and I think I, I took that with me through all of my career and just really creating heat with the audience and, you know, being someone that people genuinely dislike and hate that's part of it. And it's just, having him speak on that so passionately and now watching his documentary on that had come out on A&E. Um, it was, it's just really cool to, to hear the whole story of his life. And I'm just glad that I got to spend that, you know, those four weeks with him filming that show. Yeah. So unchained, it's going to be a uh, video on demand on uh, Amazon and you haven't seen it yet either. So uh, you said you're going to get a group of people together. Is there uh, any plans for the unchained party? Hello. I don't know who, but we're going to get some people over here <laughs> and we're going to watch Unchained on July 2nd, live from my living room, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's just as good as the big LA premiere. Why not? You know, yeah. we're in a different world now. You just got to adapt. <laughs> right. uh, so uh, people can find Unchained on Amazon. How can they follow you if they want to see what you're up to? Yes, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Frankie with a Y, Monet, WWE. Let me know what you think of the film. You can also catch me on NXT on USA Network every Tuesday night at 8, 7 central. And get me on, find me on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash Ty Valkyrie and facebook.com slash Frankie Monet. Very cool. Well, continued success in the movies and in NXT. Thank you so much. It was great speaking with you guys. Thank you. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye. From ancient terrors to the search for modern day conspiracies, the tomb of Nick Cage is the new sound in horror rock. Uncover the mystery of old world horror for the new world order on iTunes, Amazon, and more. We should have listened. The Tomb of Nick Cage. They're coming night! Mostly! They're coming night! Mostly! They're coming night! Mostly! They're coming night! Mostly! Find out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
The Tomb of Nick Cage. Oh, 